Hey guys, welcome to the Oh My Goddess podcast. My name is Nicole. I'm here with Terry and Jill, and this is a podcast for your mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the Oh My Goddess podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm with Terry and Nicole. Hey guys. We're reunited again. Reunited so. and so. it feels so good. Terry's back in camp. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, and we are going to be talking about rejection what today. What a lovely thing to come home to. Rejection. <laughs> rejection. We planned this strategically. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, um, rejection, but also resilience to rejection. So kind of dealing with rejection in a way that doesn't uh, kind of cause you to reject yourself and stop doing the things that you really want to do with your life or whatever it is someone's rejecting you over. So, yeah. Um, Rejection in all aspects. Yes. So I was going to start with asking you guys about a time when you were rejected, like a major time that you guys can think of that kind of really changed you or hurt you Mm -hmm. or... You hit me first. Come on, Nicole. Okay. Um, let's see. Rejected. Um, we've all been never rejected. Mind. I'll I'll go first. You, you go first. I need some time to think. <laughs> all right. So when I was in grade eight, it was the end of grade eight, and it was summer, and I wrote a letter to a boy in my class that I loved since kindergarten. <laughs> like he was my best friend, Aww. and I was like, I'm gonna mail him this letter, and it's gonna tell him everything how I've always felt. And I was also that kid that read like Sweet Valley High books and like watched the Babysitters Club movie and stuff like that. So you have this dream of like, oh yeah, school will start again. He'll have realized that he also loved me too. And then <laughs> like I the go back. Thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> we'll see each other in the hallway. Our eyes will meet. We'll run towards each other and then we'll kiss. Uh, that did not happen. In fact, I went to school on the first day of grade nine, and he was reading my letter to the entire oh, class. No. So that's a oh, great way to start so the mad. year. Um, so, and when I read it back in my journal, I'm like, "Don't do it!" Oh my god! <laughs> um, but but that didn't stop me because I did it again to another boy. Uh, <laughs> like two years later, an honor band. I stuck a note in his pocket. So honor band clearly didn't get me down. Well, that's good. That kind of reminds me of a similar story because I was very open about my feelings too. So this was in elementary and like I had a crush on this guy. I don't think it was since kindergarten, but I had a crush on him. I thought he was hot. (laughs) (laughs) I was like grade four. Oh, even worse. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, so I gave him a note saying like, I like you. And then I think he was playing along with it for a bit, but then him and his friend like decided to be mean and kind of like gang up on me and make fun of me because I guess that's Aww. what kids did and I I obviously felt very rejected and then from that point on I felt like scared of boys growing up even through junior high and high school I was very like standoffish I didn't know how to like act around boys like I just had a very confusing relationship with boys especially because I didn't have like a father figure at home it was I was always surrounded by women so yeah I had a weird mm. upbringing in that aspect for yeah my relationship with men yeah, yeah, it's crazy, and I feel like those like experiences as a child or as like a young 
like person that just like shaped me so much it's but it's amazing. kind of funny because mine was the opposite i was like as soon as i saw him do that for me i was like well fuck you then yeah. like i'm glad i'm not wasting more time liking you like yeah. i'm glad i know now yeah. like how you would treat me like yeah you know what the i mean cut, so yeah. yeah so for me i was like okay good now yeah. i know <laughs> that's the thing for me is always like i don't mind putting myself out there because at least then i know yeah yeah uh but that again for me i grew up going back to like my mom and stuff yeah. like i was very self-assured child yeah i like walked out of the womb with confidence i guess yeah yeah that's crazy well okay mine's different mine's not about boys really mm-hmm. mine's about um modeling because i got rejected a lot I tried doing the modeling thing for a long time and basically got told no like all the time. And eventually you just kind of like get numb to it, I guess. And I think a lot of the time at the end, I was expecting it to not go well. That's I think why I didn't go as well as I hoped. And I think I did kind of miss out on some things I maybe could have done. But yeah, basically uh, that would have been kind of my next question would be like, have you guys given something up? Mm-hmm. because of rejection or like let go of something oh, or been like yeah i've been hindered by something yeah I've kind of been like rejected and then like burned i'm like oh i'm not doing that again i mean the first thing that comes to mind is uh sales so like sometimes at work like we're expected to sell something like mastercard so for me like i kind of have a negative mindset when it comes to credit cards because i'm in debt so it's like i feel like you know i've been rejected enough times pitching the mastercard because and so now I almost like try to avoid doing it at work Mm. but I know I have to and like they kind of push us to meet our numbers which makes sense it's my job um so yeah and then I actually had a good conversation with someone who like was really doing good at selling the MasterCard and it's interesting because they were coming from like such a positive mindset about it like they were more so like just talking to the person as a conversation instead of being salesy so maybe I was like approaching it from the wrong direction because of whatever I experienced in the past being rejected and not you know looking in a more positive route on how to get that person to say yes Mm -hmm. yeah and I yeah so for me that's never been an issue I'm just like oh that didn't work this way (laughs) let's try it this way and like I will usually like keep banging my head against the wall enough times just in a different variety of ways so you'll have new ideas like you'll take new approaches to it so you'll change your course yeah but I don't but I've never been one to like get upset when things didn't go wrong like really like not that I can remember not like hung up on it yeah I don't I don't like uh like get stuck there too much I guess that's like one of my strengths so it's the ability to adapt to a situation um when, when things don't go wrong, it's like, okay, maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe this wasn't right. And like always have a more positive, um, belief. Like I, I also believe that things happen for a reason. So if they, if somebody said no, or it was not meant to be, that was for a purpose. Yes. Yeah. I also, I believe that, but it's hard in the moment, I think. Cause like, maybe I, I just have an ego, but it's like the ego. Gets Do better. you? <laughs> a little bit. Uh-huh. No. I, everyone has an ego though. Well, no, but it kind of gets, like, a little bit gets in the way. I think, especially when I was younger. I well, I was going to say, you, you were modeling when you were a teenager. Your ego's bigger than anything else when you're yeah. a teenager. Yeah. And you're still figuring out, like, who you are and stuff. Yeah. It's just confusing. And the whole thing is just, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, talking about rejection. So, do you regret anything in hindsight, kind of looking back about rejection or maybe the way you handled rejection? Mm these like coping mechanisms like I think for me I still 
I think I just got like really burned maybe and I have a hard time taking my shell off sometimes. You guys probably know this. Yeah. Mm. And so it does kind of hinder me and I feel like I'm not the only person like who probably deals with that where it's like you get burned once and then you're like it's me or they don't like me and then you don't want to keep repeating it so you're like hey like how do I get out of this like and then you're kind of just like scared off. Yeah. Yeah. But it's scary to like keep situation. Yeah, like, it's, it's hard to think of, like, a specific situation that it's, I guess, like, in, like because I run my own business, and so mm-hmm. a lot of times people will tell you, like, oh, you're too expensive, or you're this, mm-hmm. but because my business is so tied closely to who I am, yeah. that over time, it starts to be, like, oh, I'm the, per- like, it's me that yeah. they don't like, yeah. not whatever service or whatever I'm offering, so that kind of that's what I, I do. Guess, I think can... I take it personally sometimes that I don't yeah. like that I do that. Yeah. So for me, how I handle that though is just always I actually have a sign by my desk now that says, Is it for the business or is it for the ego? Yeah. And then that's the question I have to ask myself because uh because of that reason. There's like a business mode and then there's like a person like it's totally it's totally different. We talked about that before, but having yeah. those boundaries. But I need I yeah, like... when you're an entrepreneur, it's really hard, especially considering the work that I do where I put myself fully into everything I do with my clients. So, well, it's interesting too, because I think really to make changes, like a lot of the stuff you do with body image and stuff too, like it's like when you're doing something different and you're kind of like pioneering a new idea, like back in the day, like when plus size modeling wasn't a thing, like you're putting that out there, people did try to like reject you, but you just mm-hmm. believed in what you were doing. And so you just kept going. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's probably not. It's too. exhausting being a leader though, in that regard, like yeah. where you're the only one fighting for something. It's tiring. Well, yeah, and it's easy once everybody starts getting on board, right? Yeah, then they're like, I told you that. (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah. there's that thing. What was that personality thing you told me about a long time ago where there's some leaders and people get on board a little bit after the first leader. Oh, the neophytes. Yeah. 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 I can actually think of another good uh, incident or incident situation. (laughs) Um, So it's like when applying for like credit or like loans at like a bank, for example, I've been rejected on several occasions just because like my debt ratio and like my income Right. It didn't work, and, like, I don't have anyone really to ask to co-sign for me. So I've always kind of – every time I would get rejected, it would kind of build up more and more the anxiety of going to a bank. And, like, I almost – in my head, I would be just expecting a no yeah. automatically. And so, like, obviously, I've gone and been rejected, so that kind of has solidified the idea in my head. So now I'm just like, hmm. And, like, I've gotten to points where I just feel kind of hopeless. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the situation. That's, like, literally how I get to stuck a bit. Yeah. Yeah, you feel stuck and you're, like, not sure what to do. But, like, obviously you have to kind of approach it from a different route to overcome it if I don't have the option of going to the bank, right? So Yeah. I think it's just seeing that there is, a, like, another way out. Because you yeah. feel hopeless. Like, you feel yeah. like, okay, like, I'm, like, putting my head against the wall, like you were saying, yeah. right? And it's like, okay, what do I do to, like, get out of this? Yeah. Make more money. Yeah. So <laughs> not necessarily because if you just make more money, you'll just get more in debt. Usually happens. Yeah. That's like scientific. Really? Yeah. Because you're not. This goes into the thing we're going to talk about of the limiting beliefs. But if you don't change your belief, instead you try to change the circumstance. Nothing's gonna. You have to change the belief before you change the circumstance. You change circumstance so if you make so... more money, but you still believe that you're not oh. worth or like like however you treat money. You're still, yeah. it doesn't matter. This is why people who win the lottery are still broke. Yeah. If oh, not yeah, even yeah, more yeah. broke, yeah. no matter how many times they win oh, the lottery. Because they like, didn't change their belief about the money that they deserve. Like their relationship with money has not yeah. changed. It's just just the circumstance money. changed, but oh, not the belief around it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Sorry, I didn't mean no, to no. Really no. be sad about that. That gives us a preview <laughs> for our next there episode. There you go, for next week.
next week is the money relationship with money. There you go. Your yeah, belief same. systems, which we'll talk about we next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So overcoming rejection. So like you're kind of saying, Terry, I feel like it requires uh, vulnerability and being vulnerable because you've got to keep trying and you can't give up and you can't just like lay down and like be hopeless like how I yeah. I kind of have in the past dealt with it. I think too, like just looking at kids, <laughs> kids are a great example of resilience. Like if they gave up learning how to walk, we wouldn't be standing. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But the thing is like, they keep trying, they keep trying, they try it a different way. They try it a different yeah. way and they keep going. But then as you get to be an adult, you, it's more also the embarrassment of rejection and the embarrassment that comes with fear of failure and all that stuff that ties into it. So we're less likely to put ourselves out there as much yeah. um, because of that part. Of it. Well, the dangerous part is like shame too. That's like the worst thing you can ever make anybody feel is like ashamed. And I feel like when that gets tied into the embarrassment, like when it escalates to that point, it's like you just can't anymore. Yeah. Do you yes. feel like, how do you feel you react with the rejection nowadays compared to like, let's say in the past? Uh, I think I'm a lot better at taking it in stride than I was. Like, I think, well, I think before I was just, like, in the box of being rejected all the time. Like, I was anticipating it. And like you were saying with the loan thing, I, I would go in and think, okay, it's not going to work. And then mm-hmm. it just wouldn't work, right? Yeah. So now I'm kind of like, let me, like, try to, like, figure out a way or how can I set myself up ahead of time to do better at this. <laughs> I was going to say, or do you just not do as much stuff that as also, you did when you were That's younger. actually true. That's yeah. the thing is like you're let if there's a fear of rejection, you're less likely to do it as an adult than when you were a kid because you yeah. don't really know about risk as a kid yet because you haven't had the experiences. Mm-hmm. But so that's the thing is it's easy to say like no, like I don't like I I'm better prepared to do this, but it's because maybe we're not putting ourselves in the ring as much. That's as actually that's so true. I can't even call that. That's actually yeah. that's not just true. you, but everyone. But I think it's easy for us as adults to say like oh no. no I don't experience rejection as much anymore. Well, that's because we're not taking chances as much it. as yeah. And I feel like too, you build up like a resilience to being rejected because like I feel like as you get older, like someone not liking you, you may not care as much as yeah. you did back in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like rejection can be like a good thing as well because then like if you were given everything like all the time, like everyone's like, okay, yes, 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 yes. Then you're just used to getting the yes all the time. And that's not necessarily good for your character as well. Mm-hmm. Like not being able to cope with rejection is actually like a huge thing. Yeah, like having like, a meltdown. And just, yeah. <laughs> as an adult, it's yeah. like a temper tantrum. Oh. And it happens. Yeah. No, it. I know. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's a little bit yeah. scary. Yeah. At, at Rogers, when people don't get yeah. their phones. <laughs> like, how did you survive on it now? <laughs> sir, <laughs> it comes out next year, yeah. sir. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, so yeah, it's the vulnerability thing. So just having compassion, like I try to do this. It's hard though, obviously, but um, and trying to remember that it just being vulnerable to sometimes grow. So I think too, just sitting in in the pain first and acknowledging, okay, like that 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 does hurt or that stings a bit. Yeah. Yes. Because I put in either I put in so much effort to like get this thing or do whatever. You're vulnerable, right? Yeah. But then for me, again, because I, like I love to strategize, it's like, but at least now I know yeah. that that's not working. So mm-hmm. now I can plan something else. But while you're in the limbo of is it going to work? Like if you don't <laughs> ever if you don't ever confront the thing to know you know, if it will work or not you will always be kind of waffly instead Mm -hmm. of just like well I tried and Mm -hmm. it did not work what I thought it would be 
So now I can change directions as opposed to just like, I don't know. Like, we're just yeah. Sit here. You will get some closure. That's like, you yeah. can always let it go. In yeah. Some like I need, yeah, that's what I need for me. Um, yes. And my thing too is always remembering that people, because sometimes people would get on me and be like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing modeling? Blah, blah, blah. And it was like, they don't, people don't necessarily see you from where you are. They see you from like where they're, they are in their life. Yeah. So if they're not, if they don't get, you know, the place that you're looking at life from and they don't get kind of where you're at, not to get too like abstract, but mm-hmm. I think kind of considering that's really important too. Like who you're listening to, like who you're really accepting rejection from, like, does it really matter? But also realizing that most, the people that matter usually when they ask those questions are doing it from a place of caring as well. Mm-hmm. Cause they see you being rejected, like mm-hmm. going after the same thing. And they're like, why are you putting yourself through pain? when you don't have to it's safer not to like so that's where they're coming from that way yeah I was talking about this actually and uh one of my friends was saying that there's a necessary evil with rejection and it's so true because I think it literally humbles us and it reminds us that like Mm. we're human we need to keep growing and if you don't like sometimes like it's like behind the wall where I'm like okay I have to like overcome this hurdle to keep going but like I don't it's hard to grow sometimes when you're rejected to be vulnerable again right but it's like rejection I think breeds so much growth if you let it definitely but yeah anything else you guys want to talk about with rejection kind of making me sad (laughs) no it's good because I have to grow yeah it is good I always think of it as an opportunity for change like it's like I I thrive on change though so I'm not maybe not the best person to be like do it just change but I, I literally do like think that once you know that okay like when I wrote the letter to the boy as soon as he did that I was like now I know I'm not gonna waste my time anymore like instead of seeing it as a failure I saw it as an opportunity to change tracks yeah and say well shit I've been wasting a lot of energy on this yeah like when it's a like a finite kind of situation like that yeah when someone crosses your boundaries like you kind of know yeah exactly but even in business and stuff like that it's like okay now i know like anytime somebody does something my contract just gets a bit longer or (laughs) things like that like at least now i know so i won't do it again like i won't experience that again because i will have come up with a way around it you grow from it Yeah. yeah um yeah so for an affirmation i have i have the courage to grow through overcoming rejection because i think it takes courage to grow sometimes so yes yeah i agree anything else you guys want to add final thoughts no pretty much covered everything for the most part yep yeah nicole do your thing do the outro thing oh okay well thank you guys for tuning into the podcast today uh you can follow us on instagram which is at oh my goddess podcast uh, we will see you on, or not see you, but we will talk to you guys next Thursday. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Bye! Bye! We have to edit that. <laughs> or not. Or not. Or not.